Hello, everybody, and welcome back to What the Hall. I am Cassie, and you are listening to another episode of Let's Talk Movies. So, Christmas in July is in full swing, and I just hope you are all enjoying it as much as I am, because I truly, truly am. But I have to, like, be a little honest. I was not as ready for it right away as I thought I would be. So truthfully, like in June, I was watching Christmas movies, the way like ones that I owned. But once like Christmas in July actually hit on Hallmark Channel, I just could not get into it right away. I tried and I tried and I just could not. And the reason for that is because I'm a little weird and it's okay. But you know, if anyone else out there feels like similar to the way that I am, please reach out and let me know because I don't want to be the only person out there who's like this. So for me, like every Christmas season, there are like three or four movies that I watch first always on the Hallmark Channel. Like, it is what starts off my Christmas season every year. I don't know why, but that's just how it is. And seeing as how um, Christmas in July started on Hallmark Movies and Mysteries first, um, the movies that I watch are not on that channel, so I didn't have the opportunity to watch these movies. So it was hard for me to get into it right away because, like I said, these are the movies that, like, kick it off for me. And so the ones that usually do it for me are Christmas Joy, Jingle Around the Clock, I think that's what it's called, right? And <laughs> Coming Home for Christmas. Um, so, yeah, those are the ones that I always seem to watch first every Christmas season. And to be honest... Like, Christmas Joy isn't even on for another, like, week, I don't think. (laughs) And Jingle Around the Clock is, like, not for a few days, you know? So, I mean, it's been really hard for me. Coming Home for Christmas is the only one I actually own on DVD. So that one I have watched. But I'm starting to get into Christmas in July. Let's be honest, it's going to go into Christmas in August and, you know, whatever. And then finally I'll be like ready for the fall movies and stuff. But that is just me. Anyone else out there like that? Because, you know, what can I say? But getting back on track. So Maria and I, we decided that for our like alone episodes, like her tea time with Maria and my Let's Talk movies, that we were going to do Christmas ones for Christmas in July. Maria talked about Journey Back to Christmas with Candace Cameron Bray on her episode, which was very good. And I, if you haven't listened to it yet, I suggest you go listen to it because it's very good. Um, But Journey Back to Christmas is a Hallmark movie. But for mine, um, I didn't want to do Hallmark ones. I wanted to do, to give you some other options that are similar to Hallmark, just like my normal, regular Let's Talk movie episodes. So I have chosen four movies, and if you are wondering, they are not all Lifetime movies, Um, but if, you know, you're not sure where to find really good Christmas movies that have a similar feel to Hallmark, 
Lifetime is, they do excellent on their Christmas movies. I love their Christmas movies. Um, so it was really hard for me to pick four and make sure like at least half of them were not Lifetime ones, but I, I did because there are plenty of movies out there. But so yeah, another thing I wanted to tell you guys before I get into it. So I was talking to my sister a couple weeks ago and she, she listens to our podcast and I was asking her if she listened to my episode, my let's talk movie once. And she's like, oh yeah, of course. And I'm like, really? Why? It's not like she doesn't get enough of me talking about movies in person. Now she's also listening to me on our podcast. Like I was, I was surprised, but you know, she's a good sister being willing to listen to me ramble on about movies literally all the time, I tell you. So she was telling me that she listens to our podcast a lot of the time while she's baking because she has her own baking business. And so she said she usually um, forgets about like what movies I talked about. Like she said, um, she'll be listening and be like, oh, that one sounded good. And then she'll be like, uh, what was that called again? You know, and I'm like, you know, you can always go back and rewind it to find the title. And she's like, I just never do. And so I was like, well, maybe what I'll do now is give you all the names of the four movies I'm going to talk about right away and then talk about them individually. So that's what I'm going to do. That way, if you want to write them down and then like, make notes like, yep, I want to watch this one. Nope, that one doesn't sound that great. It's a little easier. So the four I'm going to talk about are, the first one is 12 Men of Christmas. The next one is Christmas Inheritance. Then Christmas Wedding Planner. And the last one is Dear Santa. All right. So like I said, I'm starting with 12 Men of Christmas. This one is a Lifetime Christmas movie from back in like 2009. Um, this movie is so good. It really, it is so good. I watch it every year at Christmas time. It has Kristen Chenoweth and Josh Hopkins in it. And I mean, that should be enough right there to go and watch it. I love those two so much and they do so well together. Um, and Kristen's Chenoweth, well, Kristen Chenoweth's character, she's just so sassy. I I love it. She does a great job. But, okay, it starts with um, her character, E.J. Baxter. She works, um, or well, it starts at her work party, like her Christmas party. And there she discovers her fiancé is cheating on her with her boss. So it's safe to say she loses both her fiancé and her job in that night. And then her boss ends up making it very difficult for her to find another job in New York. Um, She is a publicist, and so she is struggling to find a new job. So the only, like, opportunity she has is a job offer in Montana. So she takes this job, and she goes to Montana. And it is completely different from what she's used to in New York. She's just completely out of her element. She's constantly getting lost. Um, She's not used to everyone knowing everything about each other. 
And then, like, the closest place for her to get, like, her materials or, you know, things, basic things that she needs is, like, over an hour or two away. That's very, very foreign for her, you know. And I, I understand. Like, I live in a small town and the closest, like, Walmart and Target is over half an hour away. But if you want, like, more stores um, and more options, like um, Home Goods or Marshalls or, you know, all of the restaurants, that city for us where I live is, like, over two hours away. Like, that's how far it is to get to. So I understand what she means, like, why she's just so... She finds that crazy, but when you grow up with it, it's just normal. Like, for me, it's just normal that that's not something we get to do often. Okay, now I'm just rambling. Got to get off this this topic. But anyway, she, um, even with all of the struggles that she goes through, she ends up making a lot of friends, and she learns what it means to have like people in your life who are there for you and who will help you when you need it, you know. She also ends up meeting the most obnoxious man. And it is it is great. They are their characters are so well done. Um it's very entertaining. Um so in this small Montana Montana town EJ's job is to raise money for, like, the local search and rescue station and for the town in general. But mostly what she's focusing on right now is the search and rescue station, raising money for them. And she comes up with the idea of having 12 of the men who volunteer for it pose naked for a calendar, you know, covering up areas but naked and at first it just does not go over well Mm -mm, they are just not all for it but she ends up convincing them and you know it's for a great cause so they end up doing it and it is just just turns out to be so fun so funny the movie is just it's really great um so there's not a lot of places to watch this movie i found um Apart from getting it on a DVD, it is available to buy on Amazon Prime. Um, maybe when it's closer to Christmas, it'll be available more in or in more places. But yeah, as of now, it was I have I own the DVD, but Amazon Prime is the only place I found to that it was available to purchase. So. My Hallmark rating for this one, I'm going to give it a three. And so, like, this whole essence of the movie is very Hallmark. It really is. It's fun. It's entertaining. It's funny. There's a cute love story, you know, all that stuff. But I'm thinking, you know, the whole posing naked for a calendar thing, that's the reason I am mainly giving it a three. I took some points off for that. Um, My spicy rating, I'm going to give it a 
Uh, I'm going to give it a two and a half, three. I don't know. This one's hard because it's not like it's spicy, spicy, but, you know, there's lots of shirts off and um, there's some kissing and I don't know. So maybe two and a half. That's what I'm going to go with for my spicy, even though my Hallmark rating was low. And then my overall rating, I'm giving it a five because I just, I absolutely love this movie. Me and my best friend, Sunny, we talk about this movie often as some of, like, one of our favorite movies. But so, yeah, so there's that one. The next one I'm going to talk about is Christmas Inheritance. And so this one is a Netflix exclusive movie. So really the only place you can find to watch it is on Netflix. And this one is, it really is so good. I'm not going to lie, I was incredibly surprised with this movie. It kind of makes me sad to say that because I don't know why. I do not know why I was so surprised by this one. I don't, it's not like the storyline sounds bad. It doesn't. It sounds like a really great movie, but for some reason I was not really into watching it back when it came out, which was in 2017. But when I did watch it, I just loved it. And I watch it probably every year since. I probably have maybe minus a year or two, you know, but like so good. So this one is about a girl named Ellen. She, um, she's an heiress and she's about to inherit her father's company, but she has a tendency to like basically make herself look bad in front of the press. And it's not like the movie starts where she's doing something like she's taking a bet to raise money for, I think it was like toys for like orphans or something like that. I don't know, something like that. And she's taking a bet to these guys like better if she did these like flips or something. <laughs> Sounds really stupid. I'm so sorry. Like gymnastic, like flips or whatever, cartwheels, something like that. They better if she can do that, that they'll pay so much, donate so much to this fund. So she does it, but she ends up like falling into a table and all of like the newspapers take pictures of her and it just looks bad in press. But even though she was doing it to raise money. Like it's not that she was doing something bad. So her dad wants her to, I don't want to say change, but I think he wants her to learn a lesson. He's got a lesson to teach her, you know, and, and it's kind of a lesson about how, Oh, I did not watch this one before I'm talking about it. So now I'm a little trailing off, but it's kind of a lesson about money. That money is not everything. And he sends her to a small town to deliver like this box to his former partner. And so she thinks it's just going to be this quick little thing, drop it off. And then her and her boyfriend are going to go on vacation for Christmas. But when she gets there, 
her dad's former partner is not there. And she has, oh, oh, and before she left, he only gave her like $100. Like that's what she had to live off of. And so she has to stay at this inn and wait for him to come back. She pretty much spends this $100 right away. And the guy um, that is like running the inn, like the former partner, I think, owns it. But this other guy is like running it while he's gone. He just just does not get along with her right away. Nope, they don't get along right away at all. And she winds up having no money. She kind of has to help around the inn and stuff to kind of earn her stay there and whatnot. And she just learns, you know, valuable less life lessons about how her dad is right. Money is not everything. Um, when you take all of that away and all those material things away, you just, you find more value in people and in a life that you're not used to, you know, I don't know if I'm making any sense. Maria is usually around to help tell me whether or not I'm making sense, but she does. She just, she finds so much good in this town and she just ends up falling in love with this town and the people in it. And she finds ways to help them raise money for some, I think it's another thing about getting like toys for kids or something in this town, something like that. And she ends up helping them raise money for that. And she just does a lot of good for this town. And yeah, that's basically the movie. Um, it's very, very good. I really enjoyed that movie too. For my Hallmark rating, I'm going to give it a five. I really don't see any difference between this one and a Hallmark movie. It's, it's fun. It is entertaining. Um, the storyline is similar to what you would find in a Hallmark movie. The relationships are great. So yeah, I'm going to give it a five. Spicy, I'm just going to give it a one. It's no different really than a Hallmark movie. The Kissing, hand-holding, something, you know, it's just the same. It's a very similar. Overall, I'm going to give it a 4.5. I mean, like I said, I was surprised, too. <laughs> I was just, like, not expecting to love it as much as I did. And very good movie. Love, love that one. So, what did I say my next movie was going to be? Oh, yeah, Christmas Wedding Planner. So the next one I'm going to talk about is Christmas Wedding Planner. Um, this one is currently on Netflix, but it is not a Netflix exclusive, so it might not always be on Netflix, but you can buy it on Amazon as well. This one is really good, but... It's not, like, high-quality movie, if that makes sense. Um, I don't know how to explain it. It's, it's, it is really good, and the story is funny and stuff, but, like, 
like I said, it's just not like super high quality. Uh, it was also released in 2017. And it starts with, oh my gosh, I'm bringing it up on my phone so I'm not lost, but now my phone's not loading. I feel like Maria here, like, just not, pre- not that she's not prepared, but she's always, like, bringing it up on her phone to make sure she has extra, extra preparedness, if that's makes any sense. But so, the main um, character is Kelsey, and she is a wedding planner, and she is, like, currently planning her cousin's wedding. And so, her... She basically lived with her aunt and her cousin for a while because her mom died when she was younger. I don't think she was, like, super young, maybe in her teens or something like that. And her uncle died, but so now it's just her, her aunt, and her cousin left. And so she's planning her cousin's wedding, and... A lot of the movie is about her planning this wedding. But then um, this guy comes into play. And his name is Connor. And he turns out to be her cousin's ex. And so Kelsey is, and her aunt really, are sure that he's there to break up her cousin and her cousin's fiancé. And so Kelsey's kind of on a mission to make sure he does not ruin this wedding. Well, then he tells her that he's like a private investigator and he was hired by someone to look into her cousin's fiance because they did not trust him. He won't say who hired him and all this stuff. So Kelsey's really not sure if she trusts him, but she decides that she's going to help him. He says that, you know, it would go better if she helped him and faster if she helped him. So she decides to help him to prove him wrong, basically. And so they kind of do some snooping around. And it's it's funny. Uh, they kind of get stuck in some places where they, like, have to improvise before they get caught type of thing. And it's cute. And... And yeah, that's basically the whole movie. Except also, Joey Fatone is on it, and I mean, really. Gotta love that, right? So, this movie, like I said, it is, I like it a lot. It is really cute, but I have heard other people don't like it as much as I do. So, I mean, you gotta kind of make your own decisions on this one, but I love it. I've watched it a few times because that is just me. I watch lots of things multiple times, but, um, so, uh, let's get into my Hallmark rating. I am going to give the swan a four. I guess five, uh, maybe even a five. I'll give it a four. Sorry. That was very jumbled up. I'll give it a four. Um, because it, like I said, it was very, it's very similar to Hallmark. It's very tame. 
nothing like too bad or anything about it. It's just very similar to Hallmark. It's maybe not as upbeat. It's has very upbeat moments, but there are a lot of moments that aren't as upbeat too. So that's why I'm going to give it a four. If you disagree with me, let me know because I'm just throwing it out there, I guess. Um, and you know, the two main stars on it are Hallmark stars. So a four, I'll give it a four spicy rating. I'm going to give it a one. It is very tame. A kiss. That's about it. Like I, very, very fine and spicy. Overall, I'm going to give it a four because I really enjoy it. Now, like I said, it is not super high quality, but that never really bothers me. It's not that I don't notice it because I do, but it's never bothered me before. I know some people don't like to watch movies that aren't, I don't know, higher quality and whatnot. Um, not me. I, I watch everything. And this one is, it's really, it's, it's a lot of fun. And it's kind of got like a mystery element, you know. So if you like a little mystery and a little sleuthing, like, yeah, I think you'd enjoy it. All right, and my last movie, which I did save my favorite for the last, I started with, like, my second favorite, so that I'd start on a high note, too, but this one is my favorite of the four that I picked. It is, honestly, it is one of my, like, favorite Christmas movies. I watch it every year, probably a couple of times, because it will eventually be on, like, available to watch on multiple places around Christmas time. As of now, it is, there are multiple plays, like free um, apps or whatever to watch it on. Like if you have Tubi TV or Peacock app, you can watch it on those. But if not, you can buy or rent on Amazon. Um, it's also on Hallmark Movies now. If you have that app, you can watch it there. It is not a Hallmark movie. It is actually a Lifetime movie. It came out on Lifetime. But, like, the Hallmark Movies Now app has a lot of Lifetime movies, to be honest. They have a lot of, lot of movies that are Hallmark-esque, but not actually produced or, like, shown on the Hallmark channel. I don't have the Hallmark Movies Now app anymore, but I used to, and I did enjoy it. Um, so I gotta find my DVD. Here it is. So this one has Amy Acker and David Hayden Jones, and oh gosh, I love this movie so much. I'm I get so excited like talking about it and. I probably am going to end up going and watching it later today because I just love it. Um, so Amy's character is Crystal. She They live in New York. She's a rich girl who's never really had consequences. You know, not that she's a very sweet girl, not that she's ever had anything, but like money-wise, she just has always lived 
where she doesn't have to work for her money and she can buy whatever she wants. It's just been her life. That's how she's grown up. Well, now her parents have decided to give her an ultimatum that either she gets married or she um, goes and finds a job, which is super ironic because her mom is just not the most pleasant person. She does a lot of, like, video calls to Crystal. And she's just not the most pleasant person. She's clearly was not, and you learn this as the movie goes on, but she clearly was not a very present mom in Crystal's life. And, and so, yeah. And her, so her mom giving her this ultimatum is like, really? Okay, so Crystal's like out shopping one day and she's looking at this dress in a store window and this letter, well, this mailman, he's like picking out letters out of the, like the post office box thing and a wind blows up and they start blowing everywhere. And so this letter like floats in front of Crystal's face and she grabs it and it says, Dear Santa on it. And so she turns to give it to the mailman, but he's walking away. And then the lady in the store comes out and is like, oh, this is the last dress if you want to grab it. So she's she puts it in her purse thinking she'll mail it later, put it back in the mailbox later. And then she goes and buys to goes in to buy the dress, you know. Well, so she kind of forgets about it and later rolls around and she's in her room and going through her purse and here's this letter. So she ends up opening it and it's from a young girl to Santa who is basically asking Santa to bring a wife for her dad so that he can be happy like he was with her mom and that she can have a mom again, you know, cause her mom all died. And so this letter just, it's very touching to Crystal. And on the letter, there is like this girl's address. So <laughs> Crystal decides that this was a sign um, that like her mom gave her this ultimatum, either get married or get a job. And so this, she takes this as a sign that this is, you know, possibly the man of her dreams, even though she's never seen him. Those weren't even his words. It was his daughter, you know, type of thing. Like, I just love it. I think it's cute. A little crazy, but cute. And so she goes to the address to kind of stalk them, I guess. Not in a bad way. But um, to kind of, I don't know, see who they are and everything. And she follows them around for a while and sees that he's like this really good dad and she's just starting to, like, form a crush on a man she's literally never met. Well, then she follows him into a building. And it turns out it's, like, a um, like a soup kitchen. That's where she ends up. And so he, like, runs this soup kitchen. And she ends up lying and saying that she's there to help, you know, because what do you do in that situation? Oh, no, I've been following you. Like, she lies and says that she's there to help. And so they put her to work, like, serving in the soup kitchen, and she ends up loving it. And she loves all the people that she meets there. And 
you know, she's never had a job before, but she ends up doing a great job. And so this man, Derek, his daughter, um, Olivia, she comes to the soup kitchen like after school and stuff. And so she gets to know both him and his daughter and she really ends up falling like in love with both of them because they're just great people. And so, um, so yeah, they just get to kind of get to know each other and stuff, but he's, Derek does have a girlfriend and she's not a lovely of person, a lovely person. Uh, She's just not the greatest, definitely not the greatest, uh, for Olivia. She's very like, does not have time for Olivia. It's kind of the vibe you get from her. But, so, yeah, that's the, that's Dear Santa. I do want to add this in because I love this so much, but it is directed by Jason Priestley, and he did an excellent job. This movie's so good. Um, it is a lot of fun, and Amy Acker is, I love her. She's been on a couple of Hallmark movies, um, the Nutcracker Christmas one where she did ballet. She was on that one. And then she was on the new Christmas in July Hallmark movie that came out. What was it? July 11th. I think she just has this bubbly, sweet, fun personality and you can see it in her movies. And so I just love her. I think she did an excellent job. I think her and David Hayden Jones, they just had such great chemistry. I know I haven't talked about this in about any of the other movies, which is weird because this is like the main thing I always focus on, but not saying that the other movies, the people didn't have chemistry because they did, but this one, they had such good chemistry. The way he would look at her like when she was with his daughter was so cute. I just love it. For my Hallmark rating, I'm going to give it, oh, I'll give it a five. It's very similar. You know, a lot of time in the movie is spent at the soup kitchen. So maybe for that would be different. Um, I don't know, but I'm going to give it a five anyways. I don't care. It is very similar. Could have been on the Hallmark channel. It is on Hallmark movies now. So there's that. My spicy rating, I'm going to give it a one. It is, it is, is the same as you would see on a Hallmark movie. And my overall rating obviously is going to be a five. I truly, truly love this movie. If out of all of these four movies, if you only end up watching one, this is the one I would recommend the most. Um, but, you know, you you decide for yourself. But, yeah, this one I love. This one makes my heart happy. <laughs> uh, I'm such a weird person. Okay, and I did tell you where it's all. You can watch it on. So that's, so that's that. Um, yeah, you know, I'll, how about I list my the four movies I went over again, just in case you didn't write it down right away. So the four I went over was 12 men of Christmas, Christmas inheritance, Christmas wedding planner, and dear Santa. 
Um, yeah, those are my four movies. I um, am going to do a couple of um, Christmas episodes again during the actual Christmas season. So I didn't want to bring out like all of my absolute favorite Christmas movies that are not Hallmark. So be looking for those when um, it starts getting closer to Christmas, which for me is like right after Halloween. (laughs) Usually like right before, not long before Halloween, I am like getting pumped and I'm starting to watch Christmas movies and I am starting to listen to Christmas music. And then I take like a week or two off for Halloween and then I'm back on Christmas. So yeah, I will at least have two, maybe three episodes of Christmas movies that I love once the Christmas season rolls around. So be on the lookout for that because I have a few more that I just absolutely love and I'm really excited to talk about those too. Um, but yeah. I hope you enjoyed this. I hope you are enjoying Christmas in July. I know I am. Like I said, I'm kind of just starting to really get into it, but that's okay. I love it so much. I'm having a great time. I'm loving all these Christmas movies on Hallmark. And then I just record them and then pretty much watch them on and off until Christmas rolls around and then I re-record them all again because I'm weird like that. But, you know, whatever. So thanks for tuning in and listening. Um, If there are any movies that maybe you've wanted to watch but don't know if you'd like it, feel free to um, reach out to me on Instagram or Twitter. I think our email is on Instagram. So, you know, just feel free to reach out. um, And, yeah. Let me know if you've watched any of these movies, what you think. But thanks for listening. Bye.